Good morning, everyone. Happy holidays, everyone. Hello and welcome to the pre-stream podcast. I, I, <clears throat> I am Kevin McAllister. I'm here to defend my domicile against hordes of invading thieves this holiday season. I am also John McClain, and I am here to defend a giant skyscraper against terrorists. I'm also uh, <clears throat> I can't remember Arnold Schwarzenegger's character's name from Jingle All the Way, but I'm here to get Tubbleman for little Jamie for Christmas. That was terrible. But I am fully festive and in the holiday spirit today. Today is the first day of my pre-Christmas week celebration. My pre-Christmas week festivities begin today. And what that means is that many things that are going to happen this week, okay, are actually going to lead into the holiday specials next week. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, today <clears throat> is Thursday, the 16th of December 2021. And today... One week until my Christmas marathon event. One week. And in one week, we will have so much holly jolly festive fun on this very stream. It will be bursting at the seams. It'll be jam-packed. With Christmas and holiday excitement. It'll be like Santa's big red swollen sack full of presents. That's how awesome <clears throat> this stream will be in one week. Okay? So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are excited. I am excited. This week should be a good one. Because this week coming up, we're going to be wrapping up ongoing playthroughs. Multiple ones, likely. We're going to be uh, pushing forward with existing playthroughs. We got new stuff. We're trying out this week. <laughs> oh, excuse me. We got new stuff we're trying out this week. That should be pretty exciting. And I hope that you guys are excited for the new stuff we're going to be doing. I'm very pumped. I am. I'm really pumped. Um, the first thing I should say before we even get into all of the special stuff going on this week. Ladies and gentlemen, I should always reiterate the following early on in my pre-stream, okay? If you are someone who watches my streams live, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for interacting with me and making these streams great. If you're someone who watches these videos on demand on YouTube, because perhaps you are someone who's watching this on demand, you're not here to, to be live and interact, please remember <clears throat> there are very big ways that you can help out the channel. <clears throat> exclusively because you're an on-demand viewer. You can like this podcast right now. If you're having a great time on the podcast, wow, I love listening to Phil's podcast every day. It's informative, it's chill, it's fun. I want to help him out. Thumbs up, man. Give it a like. Give the video a big-ass like. Smash, the, smash your mouse click so hard that when you click it to like it, you smash and break the mouse and it, the spring launches the button off and it flies at your face like a 3D movie that has a cheesy 3D effect. Do that. There is a spider 
up here in the corner of my office. It must have snuck in the window. And I have to go kill it now. <clears throat> Spider. what they say they say tis the season tis the season for big black spiders here in washington state it's the fall the fall always has big black spiders around here in washington state and the thing is if you don't take care of them when they're quarter sized the next thing you know they'll be apple sized and then the next thing you know they're bigger than you and then that's it that's the end of it. Then you're then you are the delicious Christmas feast. You know how uh in traditionally <clears throat> in how the Grinch stole Christmas, at the very end, the Grinch's heart grows three sizes that day. And he is the one who carves the roast beast for the Hooves in Whoville. If you don't take care of those spiders right away, you are the roast beast for the spiders. They actually carve you on Christmas Day. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so anyway, getting back on the subject here. We got a lot of special <clears throat> Christmas fun and festivities coming up this week. In particular, a lot of special things going on. But if you're here live watching this video on demand on YouTube, give it a like. That helps out the channel a lot. And leave a comment, okay? Uh, in particular, I've been spending a little bit more time reading comments that are coming in on the channel DSP Gaming. And just this morning, I got a comment on, of all things... <clears throat> Excuse me. The Catherine playthrough. Remember Catherine from like 10, 11 years ago? Someone left a, a message and they're like, you know, this is December 2021 and I'm watching this today and this to me is nostalgia. This to me is my, you know, 10 plus years ago when I was watching videos on YouTube and having a good time and enjoying with Dark Side Phil, you know, back in the day. And now I'm watching it again and this is exciting. And I was like, I responded. I was like, wow, <clears throat> thank you. Happy holidays to you. That is so nice to get those kind of interactions on YouTube again, which I haven't had in five, six years, seriously. So please leave a comment <clears throat> if you can. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. Maybe you're just not able to. Maybe physically you can't. Maybe YouTube's not working. That I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But if you can, please, <laughs> please like the videos and leave a comment. It helps the channel. Okay, now, we got so much to talk about today, seriously. First of all, Let's talk about the holiday festivities, all right? What's going on? First of all, we have a new animation on pre-stream today. You guys might have seen it. Of course, I don't play this artwork anymore on pre-stream. You see, I don't. So because of that, you guys aren't able to see. Actually, hold on a second. I might be able to get it to reset. Are you ready for this? Prepare yourselves. Hold on. Here it is. Dancing Phil. How do you like that? We get so many new submissions for animations these days now. And by the way, here's another new one. Me from Vice City. And this one's going to stay in the rotation permanently. Those two will. Because they're both neat, right? I've been getting so many cool submissions recently for fan art and other stuff. I'm really pleased. I am. I'm really pleased because that shows engagement. That shows that people are liking my content and want to go out of their way to support the content in, in a different way. You know, it's not always just about 
<clears throat> a super chat or a tip or becoming a member. All of those things. Oh my God, are you kidding me? That's my bread and butter. That's how I make a living. But people actually stepping up and making new animations and everything is outstanding. Seriously. And I'm very happy about this, that people are doing this. Um, thank you to those who have submitted fan art recently. You know, having those as part of the regular streams really makes it feel spruced up and exciting and interesting, right? And refreshed. The, the pre-stream podcast overlay, right? How cool is it to have a formal overlay for my daily podcast? It's just so cool. Everything around here has been great recently. I really don't have anything negative to say. Like, everything's been good. I, I'm really enjoying myself this holiday season because of you guys, okay? So... Thank you so much to people who have been submitting artwork, templates, everything to make the channel better recently, right? Make DSP Gaming great again. I'm never going to say that ever again. That was terrible to use that slogan because it has too many negative associations. Okay. <clears throat> um, now, holiday theme stuff this coming week. Let's talk. First of all, I apologize. All right? I absolutely apologize. That I have not had a chance to set up the polls for the games for the Christmas Marathon that takes place in only one week. It's my fault. I've been very busy recently. And I haven't really had enough time to cram in to look at what you guys nominated to make the polls. I will do that at the latest tomorrow, but likely sometime today. i got to go through your nominations on the community tab of DSP Gaming, the ones you've been nominating for two weeks now. <clears throat> and... I'm going to summarize those in a series of polls. Basically, there'll be one poll for everyone and one poll for members only based on the games that everyone nominated and the members nominated. The games that were most nominated will be in that poll. You guys will vote over the next week. And whatever wins the polls, those are the games I'm playing on Christmas. Okay? So that's going to come up either today or tomorrow at the latest. I promise you that will be live. All right? Now, coming up on Monday, I'm going to do another poll. And this poll will be running for three days. You guys will be voting on the cuisine type that I am going to have during the upcoming Christmas Marathon event for Feasting with the King. I'm very excited for this because the three options will all be cuisine that I'm not normally eating and or have little to no experience eating. Number one, Filipino food. Number two, Vietnamese food. And number three, Thai food. I'm not even sure what you guys would kind of like lean towards on that one but i'm happy for all of it you know each one of those is unique filipino food i've never had at all but i've heard that they have unique kinds of like soup and chicken and stuff like that thai food are you kidding me pat thai <clears throat> various fish dishes a lot of things they use have coconut oil or peanuts in it but they have other things too and they can actually have some quite spicy food um vietnamese pho everyone knows pho Pho is amazing, amazing soup, broth with all these ingredients in it. Banh mi, these big-ass Vietnamese sandwiches that apparently are absolutely delicious. I've never had one, amongst other things. So no matter what, all of that is going to be great. No matter what you guys vote for, it's going to be a great episode of Feasting with the King, okay? So you vote over the week, and then during the Christmas Marathon event that morning, we actually ordered together to have that food delivered during the event, okay? So that's going on right now. Um, in addition to that, my wife and I went to the liquor store yesterday to give a look and see what kind of stuff they have. We didn't buy anything yet, but we wanted to see what they had, um, for liquor for me to drink during my Christmas marathon event. The thing is, I don't get paid by YouTube till next week. I, was, I didn't have the money to drop this week on anything, but next week, 
All right, here's what I think I'm getting for the Christmas Marathon event. All right, I think I'm getting alcoholic eggnog. This is a staple I get every year, and I have some of it during the marathon, and then I have the rest of it off stream. It's very entertaining and exciting and delicious. So that's one that I'll be getting. Um, I think I'll be getting some kind of an Irish cream. I haven't had an Irish cream in a very long time, and they have, like, so many different kinds now. <clears throat> they really do. Um, we were looking. There was, like, chocolate, mint, caramel, fruit flavors, which, boy, like, it's Irish cream. It's supposed to be creamy and dairy. Why are you putting fruit with your Irish cream? I don't know, but they have it. Um, <clears throat> coffee flavor. Um, oh, man. There was so many. There was so, like, I'm not even kidding you. There's probably about 20, 30 different kinds of flavors that they have now for Irish creams. Out of control. So I'll probably get something like that. Now, you might say, all right, well, that's good because those liquors aren't strong. You're right. I could be sitting here sipping on eggnog or Irish cream all day, and I'm not going to get completely sloshed, you know. I don't want to become so drunk, so inebriated, that I'm drooling over myself. I'm falling half asleep. I'm swearing, getting banned from YouTube for saying disgusting, really bad things on the stream, like I did many years ago. You remember, I did actually do that on Twitch many years ago. I said something stupid. Because I was trying to impersonate a bad streamer. And I was drunk. And I said something stupid. And I actually got in trouble on Twitch for it. I did. They actually contacted me. During the holidays. When I was like, having time away for Christmas. They actually contacted me and said. Oh you, got, you shouldn't say that on stream. And I was like well fuck you. It's Christmas. Can't you just fucking grow up. And realize that I was drinking during that day. No they said fuck you. And then they, they hit me with one of their penalizing strikes. Or whatever it's called. So I told them to go fuck themselves. And that was my Christmas interaction with Twitch that year. <clears throat> Sounds like a typical day on Twitch, though. So anyway, um, you know, I don't want to get completely sloshed and get banned from the internet. So I don't want to drink too much hard liquor, although, although, they do have several different interesting hard liquors this year. They actually have vodka that's tasting like, like peppermint vodka and like candy vodka, you know, things that are like Christmassy. But they also have like, uh, like I had a few years ago, like apple cider whiskey, which is meant to be like a holiday flavor whiskey. So I'm going to get something like that too, okay? But the thing is that I'll be negating all that liquor with food. I'll have this big-ass Feasting with the King meal. And then later on during the marathon, I'm going to be doing a special holiday edition of DSP Tries It where I'm not trying one item. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2021, I go up and I step it up a notch. I kick it up a notch for you. We're doing two holiday-themed items during... DSP tries it on my Christmas marathon. Two. Not one. Two. Now, of course, also during that marathon, I'll be in Christmas attire and everything. There'll be some fun stuff going on during that event. Okay? It'll be good. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So, good stuff, my friends. Good stuff. And thank you for all your support this year and allowing this Christmas event to happen because it really is primarily happening because of your support. Um, in particular, you guys became members in November in droves. And because of that, members in November. That rhymes, actually. <laughs> okay. So, excellent stuff. Coming up for the Christmas Marathon event. Okay? So, very shortly, you're going to have to start voting on multiple things. Voting on the games to be played. Voting on the food to be eaten. Okay? I'll let you know when that stuff is live so you know when you can begin those holiday festivities. All right? So, before we get to the schedule... <coughs> Excuse me. Before we get to the schedule of what I'm doing this week, because this is a six-day streaming week, a full, jam-packed week, 12 streams in the next six days. 
Like I said, fun continuing playthroughs, concluding playthroughs, good stuff. Alright. Let's talk about what I did on my day off yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phil's Day Off segment of the show. So let's talk about what I did yesterday. It was very exciting. So first of all, I had to get up ultra early. Earlier than even when I streamed, that's right. Because as I tell you guys, my day off, normally when you have a day off from work, right? What do you do on your day off? Let's think about it. You, you sleep in, right? Oh, I get some nice, relaxing, extra time to sleep. Oh, man, I caught up. Oh, this is so nice. I don't have an alarm going off. No one's bothering me. I can just sleep. Not me. Because my day off is my one day off a week when I have to do everything at once. Everything crammed into one day. So me, I get up early on my day off. It's actually more, less, less, wait. It's more activity, less, less relaxing. Now, I have no relaxing on a normal day that I work. So how do you have more, less than, less than zero? Negative relaxation. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'm up early in the morning. My wife and I are off immediately to go to an appointment, an important appointment that could only be made in the morning. So we have this very important appointment, okay? It's about inheritance. My rich uncle has passed away. And I'm certain now I'm going to be like like Mr. Moneybags. You're going to see me running around on stream with a top hat and a suit with big bags of money floating through the sky. So I run around with my inheritance. Yes. And it has nothing to do with that at all. I'm just being stupid. Um, but it was a very important appointment. We get the appointment done. And we're like, okay, we're hungry. It's early. It's morning now. It's like maybe like, like between 10 and 11 a.m. now when the appointment's over. And we're like, we, we eat. Let's go get breakfast somewhere. So there's this place that, that for a long time we were going. <clears throat> I, let me take that back. Right before COVID hit. So we're talking, you know, a long time ago, a year and a half ago, more than that. There was a breakfast place that we were going to. It was relatively slow there almost all the time when we went. But it was a great place. The food quality was like off the charts. You know, anything you can think of a breakfast item, they had like gourmet levels. It was a local place too, not like a chain, local place. So then when COVID hit, it closed. And then... Late last year, they reopened, and they've been open for the last year, and we go there every once in a while when we have a chance. We don't have a chance to go there all the time. So we're like, let's go to this breakfast place. We haven't been here in a long time, man. It'll be really good. So we drive all the way over there. It's out of the way. We drive all the way over there. Fucking place is full. Completely, like, wall-to-wall -wall people. We're like, what the hell? And we're like, wait a minute. Oh, shit. It's the week before Christmas. Traditionally, the week before Christmas is the busiest week of the year for restaurants. They get packed to the brim with customers around this time of year. Because people are celebrating the holidays and everything. They get together around Christmas time. In addition to that, last year we had COVID. And 90% of places were like closed indoors. So now everyone's trying to make up for no Christmas last year by doing double Christmas this year. So we're very disappointed. We're very upset. We ended up having to go somewhere else. It was still okay. But we obviously would have preferred to go to the original place we wanted to go. So we went somewhere else. We got some, like, breakfast wraps. Basically just, like, you know, bacon, egg, and cheese, hash browns, and a wrap. You eat it. You know, what else are you going to do? And you can't sit down at the gourmet place. You go somewhere else. All right? So then we had a day of basically shopping. I had to do shopping for Jasper Kitty. He was actually out of his treats. We, have, we give him one treat a day of various different kinds. We either give him, like, a pate that's, like, like seafood pate, but not, like, the, what you're thinking out of a can. It's more like a mousse you squeeze out of a tube. He loves that. He licks it up. Or we give him, like, with those broths. It's like a lot of liquid and a little bit of chunks of meat and stuff. He loves those. 
So we give him one, one a day as a, as a compliment to his dry food, which we, he eats all the time. Um, so we had to get those. And also we wanted to get Jasper a Christmas present that we're going to give him on Christmas. So we're looking around the pet store. And they have um, stockings. Yes, they actually have stockings for pets, which is kind of cool. Um, they're not expensive or anything, like 10 bucks, 10 bucks or something like that. And it's a variety of like little cat toys and things inside of like a clear plastic stockings. So you can see them through. And we're like, that's not bad. We're like, you know, 10 bucks, you get a good variety of stuff, little little foil balls. He'll chase around little plastic balls with bells inside. He'll swat around, make noise. There's one of those, um, you know, like stick with like a furry thing at the end that you wiggle around. He loves those. He absolutely loves those. So we got, we got them the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the stocking or whatever. And that's going to be his Christmas present, which is nice. So we got that stuff. And we have a few other things. Like I said, we went to the liquor store. We looked to see what they had <clears throat> um, for, you know, for when we buy liquor next week after I get paid by YouTube because I can't afford nothing right now. But, you know, once I get paid by YouTube, we're going to go get liquor for the event. And we looked at that. And we ended up going grocery shopping together for the first time in like a year and a half. Because when COVID hit, Basically, here in Washington State, that's when all the panicking started. When COVID started, oh, everyone went and panicked, bought everything at the grocery store. So I had to start going, like, really early in the morning, like 8.45 a.m. I had to go to the grocery store. When just the doors open at 8, the senior citizens are in at 8. They, and then around 8.45, 9, they let everyone else in. So I was there at, like, the crack of dawn every, every week to shop. Because if I wasn't, everything was sold out in the store because idiots were panic buying last year. So I started this practice that in the mornings on our days off, I would get up and go grocery shopping. My wife would stay home and get ready, you know, get makeup on, get dressed or whatever. And then when I come home, I unpack the groceries and then we go out, we're ready to go, you see? So this is the first time in like a year and a half we actually went grocery shopping together because we went out later in the day because we had the early appointment. So we ended up going grocery shopping. It was all right. You know, there's nothing special or anything, you know, holiday stuff. Half the stuff's out of stock. Wow, what a shock. It's the week before Christmas. Everyone's buying everything. You know, Oh, here's this bread that we like. Don't have it. Oh, okay. Sometimes we make homemade pizza. And when we make homemade pizza, we like to have turkey pepperoni on the pizza because regular pepperoni is very, very fatty, um, you know, greasy. But if you get turkey pepperoni, it's like half the fat. Tastes really good, turkey pepperoni. So we want, oh, I don't have any turkey pepperoni in the store. Oh, because everyone, because there was a big rush for turkey pepperoni before Christmas, I'm sure. Not that the store is just terrible at stocking shit. Didn't realize that they were out because they suck. But anyway, uh, you know, grab the things, odds and ends that we're going to get. And while we're there, we're trying to figure out what do we want to do for Christmas dinner this year. Okay? So we have been tossing around the idea of a roasted, like, beef roast on Christmas. Because, again, I already referenced this on the Pre-Stream Podcast. The... Classic, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the classic, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas special, which by the way now is canceled because Dr. Seuss is canceled. Then went back into his history and found some racist cartoons and things that he had said in his youth that they don't agree with, even though as he got older and he got more mature, that's when he started writing Christmas, uh, children's books and this, the TV series and everything. Uh, and that's when he became popular when he was wiser and older and he got rid of all his racist stuff because he realized it was wrong. Doesn't matter, he did it when he was young, so he's canceled. So you can't watch the, you know, How the Grinch Stole Christmas anymore. It's not allowed. But the joke's on you. I own it on Blu-ray, so go fuck yourself. I watched it with my wife. And we were thinking about how at the end of the, sh at the, end of the show, <clears throat> the Grinch himself carves the roast beast. And we were saying, man, the roast beast. That sounds delicious. Now, obviously, you can't, 
actually have roast beef, but you could have roast beef. And a roast beef roast is actually something traditional that people would have for Christmas. There's really three traditional Christmas uh, items. Turkey, but you have turkey on Thanksgiving. You don't want turkey for Christmas, right? You just had it. Ham. You can have a nice big ham, big smoked ham or whatever. <clears throat> but um, my wife personally doesn't like ham that much. We like I like ham, but I like it like a sandwich. I don't want to just sit there and eat giant chunks of ham, you know? So we're trying to think what we want to do. Maybe we'll have a roast this year. We've never done this before. We've never roasted like roast beef in the oven and seasoned it and did things to it, to marinate it or whatever to make it good. So we're thinking this is what we'll do Christmas Day. We'll have like a roast that we'll do together all day long, okay? So we look in the store. Oh, my God. They got a lot of shit, man. We're looking like, damn. They got like 40 different cuts of beef. And we're like, damn, they got the brisket. They got the shoulder. They got this cut, that cut, right? And like, man, and the prices are nuts. Some of them were like, you could get as cheap as like, I think the cheapest one we saw was like 15 bucks. It was just like a ginormous steak, you know, huge, thick. It's enough for like two, three meals for two people. It's so much. And then they got like $35 insane slab of meat that obviously is not for two people. It's meant for like a family of five or something where you're cutting it and each eating a piece. So we're looking at it like, okay, the good news is, <clears throat> the good news is this looks good. We can definitely get something. I don't know what we'll get. But next week, we're going to buy some kind of a beef roast. So now during this week, Kat will be looking online for recipes of how to do the beef roast on Christmas Day. <clears throat> and then next week, when we go grocery shopping, we'll buy the beef and the ingredients for the roast so we can make that during Christmas Day. Okay? So we did that, and then we came home, and <clears throat> we unpacking the groceries or whatever. Now, me, I am a stickler for discipline and rules. I am the guy who enforces everything around this house, make sure that everything is right where it's supposed to be, everything. Whenever I do something, there's a, 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 an outline, a diagram I draw early on. Like, for example, yesterday was my day off. I made, like, a 14-step plot of what we were doing during our day off to make sure that we were at every place at the right time and that we didn't miss anything, okay? That's how I am. I have an analytical mind. So I come home, and, well, we come home, and we're unpacking the groceries. And, of course, Jasper Kitty's excited that we're home. He's jumping all over. He's rubbing everywhere. He's excited when we come home. He always gets very, very happy. So Kat says, all right, let's uh, let's give him a toy. I said, what? I said, what? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Let's give him one of you know one of his Christmas presents. We did the toy. You know, we bought the stocking. Let's give him one. I said, what? I said, it's not Christmas. You don't get anything. What are you talking about? So when I was a kid... I didn't get Christmas presents early. I asked my parents every day for early Christmas present. You want to know what they told me? No, it's not Christmas. You don't get a Christmas present early. I said, oh, I guess I have to wait till Christmas. And what I did, I actually had a game that I used to do when I was a kid. If my parents put presents under the tree, I would to annoy my parents because they, were, they wouldn't let me open a present early. I would pick up the present and I would share. Okay, let me give you an example. Like, okay, for example. Oh, wait, I got a better example. No, no, we'll do this. Here's what we'll do. So let's pretend, well, actually, you probably don't even know what this box is. That's good that you don't know what this box is because the whole point is that you wouldn't know what it was. So let's pretend this was wrapped for Christmas. So this is sitting under the Christmas tree, okay? And so... My, I would, my, I would say, hey, mom, dad, can I open this? 
No, it's not Christmas. You don't get to open that early. Okay. All right, watch this. I go. Hmm. I wonder what this is. I walk around the house doing this, annoying the hell out of my parents. And then, then my cousin and I, because my cousin lived with me when I was younger, we decided to make up a song to annoy my parents because they wouldn't let us open a Christmas present early. So we pick it up and we go, dun, 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 dun. What could it be? Oh, what could it be? It will bring happiness and glee. What could it be? Oh, what could it be? And we would run through the house doing this. <laughs> Annoying the shit out of my parents. I would follow my dad around. What could it be? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny back in the day. But, no, I never got any. I think the, the one exception was Christmas Eve. My parents would be like, okay, if you want. You can choose one present from under the tree that you want to open the night before Christmas. Everything else has to wait till Christmas morning. Except if there was like a big present or a special present, like the one that obviously you wanted the most, they'd be like, you can't open that one. Okay? You cannot open that one. But everything else you can pick from. So, I go, what could it be? Oh, what could it be? I walk all around the house shaking the presents for weeks on end. Okay? <laughs> anyway the reason I bring this up Kat says oh let's give Jasper a Christmas present today I was like what what are you talking about Christmas present today today today's not Christmas Christmas is in you know more than a week away but I caved in I caved and I said okay um Let's give Jasper Kitty some. So we ended up getting, first of all, it, the remember I said there was a stick with a little dangly thing on the end? That thing wasn't even, like, attached to the, to the, uh, the stocking. It was, like, loose, just, like, dangling from a tag or something. So that we gave him, he loved it. He loves playing with that stuff. He chases it around the house for, like, five minutes, then he gets tired of it. That's how a cat is. You know, they play something for five minutes, they put it down, they'll get back to it later. So then my wife goes, all right, let's open up the stocking. So she opens it up. What is at the top? Well, let's give him this. We give him the crinkly uh, foil ball. He chases that for a little bit. And then we gave him one of the plastic balls with a bell in it. So he got three toys yesterday. The, the thing's full. The thing says, like, I'm serious. It has, like, 20, 30 toys in it. It's, like, a stocking full of all these little trinkets for a cat. So <clears throat> he still has tons of stuff that he's going to get on Christmas Day. Um, But he ended up getting stuff early. Okay. So then for the rest of the day, what do we do? Uh, let me think about this. Oh, we, we, for, we ordered Indian food for dinner. We were hungry later on in the day. We were like, let's get something we actually want. We ordered Indian food. I ended up getting um, a vegetable curry that was potatoes and chickpeas. Now, I, I've had chickpeas before, but I've never had them in curry. And I was curious. I was like, oh, man, are they going to be hard and waxy? No, they were delicious. They, they basically like... As soon as you put them in your mouth, whoop, they get mushy and delicious. They absorbed all the flavor of the curry. And we had naan bread, dipping the naan bread in, in the curry. Oh, it was very, very good. Basmati rice. I love basmati rice. It's very, very flavorful. So, it was a good dinner. For the rest of the day, Cat uh, was playing uh, Witcher, Witcher 3. And I watched her play and I helped her. Basically, it was all side quests. She didn't do a single piece of the story, but she ended up playing for like hours. And I was helping her out with this different side quest. 
She, she ended up doing the quest <clears throat> where you help the elf blacksmith. To, he, he's not a blacksmith yet. He used to be. But if you help him out and you do a series of quests, uh, he becomes a master blacksmith and he gives you a good sword. And she ended up doing it, no lie, 10 levels under when she was supposed to do it. I think she was like level 17 and the mission is like level 28 or something. She did the whole thing. She basically played it like Dark Souls. Like hit and run because there were enemies you had to fight. And if they hit you twice, you die. So she did hit and run to kill them. And it, was, it worked out well. She got a great sword for doing the quest super early. And now she has the Master Blacksmith unlocked for the rest of the game. So it actually made a lot of sense for her to do it as early as she did. Um, so it was, it, you know, overall, it was a pretty good day off. Did I, for, for the relaxing, I say the second half of the day was very relaxing, watching her play Witcher 3 and helping her with that. Um, first half of the day was incredibly hectic and just flying everywhere. This is what I try to tell you guys. Like, literally, um, this is my day off. My day off is, oh, Phil has a day off, so what does he do? He sleep, probably sleeps in, he relaxes, he gets up, he rolls out of bed like a log, right? And then he freaking goes out and has a gourmet meal with his wife, and then they, they mess around, have fun all day long. <clears throat> Pretty much no. Most of the days we go out, we don't have time to do that. We're just going around doing all the things necessary we need to do in a day. So it was a great, it was a good day off, don't get me wrong. It was a good mix of activity and doing things we needed to do, and the second half of the day was more come home and relax together. So, so I hope you uh, enjoyed that story of Phil's day off. I will likely do this once a week. I'll talk about my day off for as much as I want to share because there's stuff there that I didn't tell you. Things that have none of your business, you know, mind your own business. Stop asking me questions. Oh, Oh my god, it was absolutely disgusting. Jesus, I'm sorry guys. That's really nasty. That's a humbug right there and a half. That's a holly jolly grinch. A scrooge in your piece of coal in your stocking. I'm sorry guys. Whew. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, that's what's going on holiday-wise. That's what's going on with me right now. Let's talk about the week coming up because we got a very special streaming week. Six days. Twelve streams. All hilarity and fun. Today's first gameplay stream is the continuation of Halo Infinite's campaign, which I very much enjoyed. I really like it. I'm looking forward to more today. Currently, we're in a, a new area where we've taken over two of four things we need to do. I don't even know what the hell they are, data towers or something. But there's a lot of open world content to do in this area, including base takeovers and things that we're doing. And we're having a lot of fun. Okay? Now, today I did something different. I ran a poll. It's running right now. Okay, currently we have three no, we have 266 people on the stream, yet 344 people have somehow voted for the poll. Figure that one out. We have more, 100 more people voting in the poll than are on the stream. Figure that out. I don't even know how that works. Do people just come in to troll vote and then leave? Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. People came in, troll voted, and left. So if you're one of the 100 troll votes, you're a dick because your vote doesn't count. You see? So let's take a look at the results. The question is, are you here just for today's pre-stream podcast, or will you stick around and watch Halo Infinite afterward? The reason I ask that is because two things. Number one, I'm, I'm interested how many people like the podcast. How many people want to come and see the podcast specifically, but after that, maybe they're not so interested in the game, but they'll come back later when there's a game that they're interested in, right? That's certainly that's good feedback. All right. The other thing is, I'm curious, how many people actually like Halo Infinite? Because on my viewing audience, I know for a fact that Chunk don't. Because every time I play it, some people complain that they don't like it. It's boring, right? 
I love it, personally. I think the Halo Infinite campaign is the best since Halo 3. I'm having a ton of fun with this campaign. I can't wait for more today. It's going to be open-world chill fun plus some story development. So I'm, I'm having a good one, okay? So, here we are. The voting is 39% of people want to stick around for Halo. I call it Halo time. And then 61% say they're here just for the podcast. Okay, so a 60-40 split. However, if you subtract the 100 or so troll votes from people who just came in to vote to like a troll and then leave, actually it's even. I'm not even kidding. If you take away 100 votes for just the podcast, which I guess they think that's a negative, I don't think so. If you're telling me you like the podcast, that's a positive. But they're idiots. They think they're trolls. So they come in and they vote, oh, I don't like the games Gamesville plays or whatever because you're a moron. So if you do, delete 100 votes, it's even. It is. It ends up being about, like, about roughly like 140 and 140. So, in reality, what that's telling me is people are here for all different reasons. Some people actually just like coming and chilling with me and hearing the podcast and what's going on with me. They want to discuss that stuff. Other people, on the flip side of that, they basically are only here for gameplay. They're upset with me that I do a pre-stream every day, but they can't really complain about it anymore because it's a podcast that I do every day now. And if they complain, they look pretty stupid because I call it the podcast. There's a fucking overlay on the stream that says it's a podcast. Like, how can you complain about watching a podcast if it always was a podcast, is branded as a podcast, and you know that there's a podcast? Why are you there if you don't like a podcast? You see? See that? So, <clears throat> I'm happy. You know, that's, that's good. I, I like the fact that it's not overwhelmingly one way or the other. If it was like 95%... Oh, I'm here for the podcast. I hate the game. Then it might make me think, man, I don't want to play the game. If it was like 95%, man, I'm just here for the game. Fuck the podcast, Phil. You suck shit. We don't want to hear you talk ever again. Just shut your face. In fact, if you would actually zip your lips permanently and put a zipper on your lips and go zip and never talk again, it would be better off. Your content would actually be better off if you would just shut the hell up. Well, if people actually said that, I would probably cry. I'm not going to lie. Like I would actually, you know, tears would well up. It would be incredibly insensitive to say something like that, especially the holiday season, the week before Christmas. To be so insensitive on my streams, I'd be very upset with, with everyone and probably uh, go into a big a big crying session here uh, on the stream. So thank you for not doing that. Thank you for being nice to me and basically telling me, we like what you're doing, keep it up. I appreciate that. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, ladies and gentlemen, Let's talk about what I'm doing this week. Halo Infinite continuing today. Now, I'm nine hours into it. Nine hours into the Halo Infinite campaign so far. Okay? The reports. Oh, those reports, which you always should believe everything you hear on the internet, right? They claim you can beat this game in as, as quickly as 10 hours. If you rush through it, you're not really doing much of the side content. You're just going gung-ho into the story. Or. Or. If you take your time with the game, if you actually explore the map, you do side content, base takeovers, kill the targets to unlock, uh, you know, the content of the game. You take around 15 hours. Okay, interesting, right? Um, now here's the thing: if that is true, then maybe two more major streams, and I'm going to beat it. I guess it really depends. Let's see today. By the end of today's stream, pacing-wise, how, how far I am into it. And the reason I say that is we've basically cleared about half of this area I'm in on the map. Last time around, we did a bunch of stuff, story-based stuff, flew to a new area of the map, and in that area, we did half of it. So today, 
how far will we get will we finish that part and move on to the final because there's one final area of the map we haven't been to yet so maybe we'll get to that today and if that's the case maybe the next stream is that area and then the conclusion i honestly if, if the game stays at the same pacing that it's been all along i'm actually thinking we may have three more streams of it seriously because it seems to me like i would have to rush to finish with what i'm doing to beat it in two streams like i guarantee you like the whole first half of today's stream is going to be at the very least do, finishing up this area we're in and then story's going to happen and how long is the story usually the story segments are, are lengthy like half an hour to an hour so if that's the case then we won't even be starting the final area till the next stream do you tell me we're gonna do the entire final area in the game in one session i don't know about that you see we may need to i don't know i guess we're gonna see today what actually happens when i play halo infinite but i'm liking the game personally now now here's something i would like to address i'm gonna address it right now publicly everyone please listen up if you're listening on demand get ready to dislike the video for what i'm about to say okay everyone get ready to dislike because everyone has to disagree when i say something like this okay you ready my nose itches ah. personally i feel that anyone should be able to play a video game at any difficulty they want, enjoy it in the way that they want, and they should not be criticized for it. Don't! Stop it! Stop hurting me. Stop insulting me. I can hear it. I can hear your dislikes through the internet. Stop! No! That's just my, it's my opinion, man. Don't beat me up. It's my opinion. Okay? You can disagree. A lot of people do. A lot of people have this get good mentality, this try hard mentality that like when you play a game like Halo Infinite, if you're not playing that shit on Legendary, you might as well not fucking play it, bro. You ain't part of the Halo bro army, right? If you're not doing it Legendary, all skulls obtained in one run, zero deaths, fists only, no guns, fists only, right? How are you, how are you, you're not enjoying the game. I'm not kidding you. Now, the game developers, 343 Industries, came out before the release of Halo Infinite and said, now listen, we did things differently for Halo Infinite. Traditionally with Halo, what has always happened is there's a default difficulty that's purposely easy. We do it on purpose so that the people who are not accustomed to playing these kind of games can jump in and play them and enjoy them because we realize that Halo is kind of a mainstream appealing game and you're going to have a lot of people playing it who normally maybe don't play competitive first-person shooters. So we make normal difficulty kind of like easy. If you really want a challenge, if you've played other first-person shooters, you're going to want to go up one level, which sometimes is called heroic or whatever. But they outright announced, before Halo Infinite came out, we changed it this time. Now, if you play it on, on normal, it's actually challenging. We made it so normal is challenging. If you want it easier, actually select the easier difficulty. If you go on heroic, it's actually quite a daunting task to be. And if you put it on legendary, you got to get good. You see? They announced this. So I said, I'm going to go along with what the game developers intended and what the game developers are publicly telling everyone. Just do it on normal. Okay. Now, I'm playing it on normal. All right? I'm challenged. I, I feel Halo Infinite is very interesting this time around. Here's why. You have to keep moving. And the grappling hook is so tremendously useful in this in this regard to keep yourself moving throughout the stage. Zip lining, punching, get away. You know, it's really, really cool. That the, it's even in there, the zip line. I said the grappling hook, whatever you want to call it. Um, it changes the whole face of the way the game is played. It really does. And 
it makes it feel like that's why they upped the difficulty. Because you're more maneuverable in this one, they made it tougher. Okay? I have died a bunch of times in the playthrough. It's not like I'm coasting through easily. And I've had zero challenge. And I'm just, you know, oh my god, this is the most boring playthrough because Phil is just coasting through and has no problem. It's not the case at all. I've died many times during this playthrough. To bosses, just to base takeovers, I die. Fuck, I gotta start over. This has happened multiple times. Okay? So when people say to me, Phil, you're playing it on normal and it's too easy. I'm like, are you actually watching the playthrough? Or are you just a fucking dumb fuck parrot who repeats what everyone else says from these try-hard fucking get-good idiots on the internet who actually believe the only way you can enjoy a game is to punish yourself with such gripping difficulty that it's like ripping your skin off your flesh, like shoving a cactus up your ass, like taking a fucking power drill and putting it in your eye socket when you're playing Halo. Wow, that really challenged me, right? Not everyone needs to do that. Me, listen, have I played a lot of first-person shooters in the last... 13 years I've been a content creator, the answer is yes. However, if you take a look at the last several years, there's been almost none besides the annual outing of Call of Duty. First-person shooters have definitely become way less prominent to the point where there's maybe one or two a year, and most first-person games end up now being kind of RPGs or hybrids, right? There's almost no pure shooters out there anymore. Um, now listen, do I have a background in them? Yes, I used to play on PC. I used to play in back in the day when I first started on YouTube, the first three, four years, first person shooters were a fad. There were years where 10 of them came out, right? And I played them all. Um, so that's the deal. Now here's the other thing too. Holy Warrior Tony just made a really good point. He says, you know, a lot of play people are just better than you at games. Correct. Correct. A lot of people are better than me at games. A lot of people have been actively playing the first person shooter genre or are big fans of Halo and played the living hell out of the Halo franchise and they're really good at it. I'm not. I, st I stink, right? Thank God I'm not terrible, terrible, right? I'm not, every moment I'm not dying or making a, a terrible choice and flubbing it. But at the very same time, I definitely realize that I'm not good. So here's the thing. Do you prefer a playthrough that I play on normal difficulty, I die every once in a while, and it's funny to see me fail, I rage the game, but then I have some good successes, we explore, we actually enjoy the content of the game, we have a good time. Or would you rather see a playthrough where I pick the Halo, uh, Halo on Heroic or Legendary, and I can't make any progress, I'm just constantly dying. Then you're taking a playthrough that's 15 hours, you're making it like 70 hours. And by the way, I can tell you exactly what would happen if that were the case. Complains, complaints, complaints, complaining, whining, oh, it's boring, oh, you suck, oh, why, why stop playing it? So, you know, again, as if I don't know what I'm doing, right? I'm a content creator. I've been doing this for 13 years. I've been doing it for a living for 10. As if I don't know how my audience is going to react, right? If I were to do something like that, right? So, it's this simple. Not every game needs to be played at an incredibly high, challenging, competitive level to be enjoyed or enjoyable. Because, especially in a game like this, it's a single-player experience. It would be one thing if, okay, it's an online competitive game. Yes, you have to get good at it. You have to understand the mechanics. Trust me, I play a lot of those, like Street Fighter, right? I know all about it. I know how it works in competitive circles. And certainly I'm not saying I'm trying to play Halo at any competitive capacity. I play it once to two times a week multiplayer tops. That is not enough for me to become a great player at Halo. But I enjoy myself when I play it. At least I'm not constantly flubbing it, right? But for people to come and say, oh, 
He's playing it on normal and therefore it's boring. We're not watching. You didn't even watch it. You're actually a fucking two-faced liar. Because if you watch the playthrough, you'd see I'm not just succeeding constantly. I'm failing. I'm dying. I am raging. Typical things for a dark side filled playthrough. But you're not watching the playthrough because you're a fucking idiot. Instead, you like to sit in a crowd of people who just complain about everything. And you don't understand because you didn't even watch it. You know? So, it's that simple. It's that simple. Now, if you don't like the playthrough, then don't watch it. And that's okay. I'm not going to complain that people decided, because I didn't play it on a cripplingly hard difficulty, that you don't want to watch the playthrough. I'm really not. It is what it is. At this point, I'm already nine hours in. I'm really having a great time with the game, and there is an audience that's coming for these play for this uh, gameplay, and they're liking it, right? I'm liking it. I'm having a good time with it, all right? If you're here just for the podcast, not for the game, fine. I'm not playing this game every day. I'm doing a good variety of stuff on my streams. And I apologize to those who think that the playthrough sucks because I played it on normal, which is what the game developers told me to do. God forbid I actually do what I'm told by the people who made the game rather than just doing things that a tryhard community want me to do. And then I fucking suck at it and the, the playthrough's terrible, right? Because I, I don't know what I'm doing because I've only been doing this for 13 years. Okay. Okay, so anyway. So, more of that today. I'm having fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think we have to do another big base takeover. And there's a bunch more stuff to do today. We should have a good time. I, I hope it should be a really good time. I hope that you guys will uh, join me today for the stream right after this podcast ends. Okay. Now, later tonight, the late stream is end game of Forza Horizon 5. What I mean by that, okay, is we have, I think, four story-based missions left to do. And these were ones you had to unlock the end game stuff, meaning the Hall of Fame, they call it, when you reach a certain level of notoriety in the game for doing the different missions. You unlock one final mission in the major story arcs that have been in the game. So we're going to do those. Those probably won't take that long. Five, ten minutes each. Then each major race type, you know, the off-roading, the street racing, the big events and stunts, each has a finale thing to do. I've done one of them already. It was a ginormous race across the country, and it took 16 minutes. People are telling me all of the events are like that. Like, each one has a finale event that's like 10, 15 minutes long. Very long. So... Dependent on how this goes tonight, I may beat Forza Horizon 5 tonight. Or it could take two more streams. I'm leaning towards two more streams because I get the feeling if all these events end up being like 10, 15 minutes long, you know, you can only do so many in one stream. So I get the feeling we're going to probably need maybe two different uh, streams. That's what I'm thinking. Um, so anyway, we'll see how it goes tonight. End game of Forza Horizon 5. Whether it's the conclusion or not, we'll see. Alright? Tomorrow, we swing back to Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Okay? More Vice City fun. Now, here's the thing. If I wanted to turbo through Vice City and I wanted to finish it right away, I could. Because I got the phone call that essentially starts the end game missions of the game. Okay? But I have done so little of certain things. Like, for example, I didn't do any Love Fist missions yet. And there's, I think, several missions with them you can do. Um, I didn't unlock like two or three of the businesses in the game that lead to their own side plots and side content. I didn't do the fire engine missions. I didn't do the vigilante missions. I didn't do all the assassination missions yet. I didn't do the hospital missions. You see what I mean? There's a lot of stuff to do in Vice City that I've basically not touched. I was kind of turboing through the business missions. And I did really good progress last time around. And that's why the end game unlocked. But there's no reason to, to rush it. 
I just don't see a reason to rush it when there's all this other content in the game to do that I haven't done yet. And in addition to that, we're doing another GTA after this anyway. So even if I rush through it, it's not like we're rushing to do... We're going to go right back to GTA 3. Okay? So, no rush. Tomorrow we'll have some fun. Likely I'll do a lot of the odds and ends stuff that I hadn't done yet. We'll do on tomorrow's stream, I, th I think. Okay? Now, tomorrow night, Friday night, this is a very special night. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you why. Because tomorrow night, for the first time ever, I will be using my brand spanking new, unused... Hori Fighting Stick Alpha, which was donated to me by a viewer earlier this week, an early Christmas present I got, which was really nice that this person went out of their way. He's a longtime viewer who saw me trying to play on Xbox last week, the Street Fighter stream, struggling because I couldn't get three button moves out. I couldn't get 360 grabs out. And they bought this for me. I couldn't believe it. Like what a what a what a giving gesture, what a kind-hearted gesture. To say, I like your content so much, I want it to improve, and I know if you had the stick that you would improve it. This isn't even the old stick. I thought this was the stick for Xbox One. This is the Xbox Series X stick. This is like $200. Fucking so, so awesome. Thank you to the person who did that. So we'll be trying that out tomorrow night. And seeing how the stick works. I can't wait to try it out tomorrow night. It should be an exciting stream. I hope you'll join me for that tomorrow, uh, uh, Friday night. So then what we're going to do, we're going to alternate back and forth until I beat something. So for example, Saturday is going to be Halo Infinite campaign. Sunday will be Vice City. And we'll just keep doing that until something ends, okay? Don't know. If we if we beat the Halo Infinite campaign on Saturday, then that potentially means Monday I have an open day that's free to do whatever I want, okay? But it depends. If Halo Infinite doesn't finish on Saturday, then I'm playing it on Monday and probably finishing it on Monday. So really it's kind of up in the air. We don't know exactly what I'll be doing this week because it depends on how long it takes to beat Halo Infinite. Similarly with that, Vice City, right? If I do one more stream of Vice City and I've done all the optional stuff, now it's time for the end game story, I'll probably beat it in two more sessions. And when I do, then we start up GTA 3. But maybe Vice City will take a little longer. I don't know. So it really depends. That How long these games take to finish will depend on my, will, will change my schedule around dramatically this coming week. Saturday night, there's something funny and interesting, not funny, but interesting and unique. I'm checking out the King of Fighters 15 beta round two. After the actual large success, apparently there's a lot of interest in the King of Fighters 15 beta from last month, they decided to do another one with different characters. So, Saturday night, I'll be doing that. Two hours of the King of Fighters 15 beta with new characters. The thing is, half these characters, I don't even know how they play, but some I do. We'll mess around with it. We'll see what we can learn in the two hours, okay? Then on Sunday night, um, it's going to be Halo Infinite Multiplayer. Because I've been dying to play Halo Infinite Multiplayer more, and I want to play it twice. So I figure if I play it Sunday night and then Tuesday night, I'll get two sessions in this week. Monday and Tuesday are up in the air completely. It really depends on how long it takes me to get through Halo Infinite's campaign, what I'll be doing those days. It could be more Halo Infinite during the day or not, okay? But here's the deal. For those of you who've been following along with the Lost Judgment playthrough... <laughs> Phil's still playing Lost Judgment? What is this fucking you know, crazy-ass alternate universe day or something he's still playing it's been three months you're right if you guys don't realize that lost judgment came out in mid-september it's the 16th of december i'm still playing it yeah that's how long i think at this point i want to say the playthrough is like 58 hours it is 58 hours 58 hours long and we're not done with it yet 
because there is a ginormous amount of side content in the game. And one of the things that's the most time-consuming are called the school stories, where there's 10 clubs that are part of the school plotline, high school, where you have to investigate and do these mini-games and shit to try to find this criminal, the professor. And apparently there's a big culminating plotline at the end, like a, like a whodunit mystery, if you do all the side content. The problem is, no exaggeration, the side stories of the school are longer than the actual plot of Lost Judgment. If you just did the plot of Lost Judgment, you could beat it in like 20, 25 hours. The school stories add like 30, 40 hours to the game. So, last time around, when we played it, I completed two, no. We did the first leg of the girls bar bullshit missions. They're so bad. It's the stupid, whenever this 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 studio, Ryugo, Ryugo Gamasutra, Ryugo Gatsumoko X Capcom, whatever the name of the company is, RGG. Whenever they make a game, whether it's Yakuza or it's Lost Judgment, they have to have the virtual relationship shit in the game. Somehow it's become a staple of their games that they put out. Either there's a hostess club, or there's a bar, or there's, I don't know, you know, fucking virtual girlfriend, you go smooch and shit. Stupid. It's like, yeesh. If I want to play a dating game, I'll go buy a fucking dating game that's dedicated to that. And then you get, instead of, I bought an actual interesting JRPG with combat and stuff and all this stuff. Oh, by the way, there's a dating game wedged into it because the fans demand it for fan service. It's like, oh. So anyway, we did the first leg of it. There's four parts of it you got to do. We did the first leg of it last time, and then I finished up the bike club which i was very pleased with because that was a club i was trying to beat when my wife was doing this in september i couldn't beat it because at that time the dlc bike for the racing club was not released yet and the dlc bike is actually the best bike in the game it allows you to, to kind of stay in in line with the boss and uh and win, win it win the race and i did so i was very pleased with, i beat it now i just got to get through the, the more grindy shit um to finish up the school story so the deal is this girls bar Photography club, robotics club, or waterlet. Okay. I really want to get through it because I want I want to finish up the school stories and see what what the what the finale of this is. There's so much time invested in it; it's worth it to do it. I feel. But then on top of that, obviously, there's the end of the game. I want to make a push to finish Lost Judgment. Two major reasons why. Number one, I've been playing it too goddamn long. It's okay if it's a great game because it is, but. When you get to this point where I've been playing this game for so long, the viewership has absolutely fallen off. Essentially now, every time I play it, I'm not kidding. There's two people who support the stream. That's it. Now they've been supporting it in giant ways, but I feel bad that there's like two people who show up and support the Lost Judgment streams and basically everyone else is like, just do something else. I'm like, that sucks. Now, by the way, I'm well aware that there are those of you who are watching the playthrough on YouTube because I look at it and people watch it. The views are there. Hundreds and hundreds of people are watching that playthrough on demand on YouTube. But if you're watching, you'll see. Just watching the videos. It's like, wow, two people contribute during the entirety of those streams. So, I want to take my time and give the game a true ending without rushing through it. At the same time, playing it two hours a week, maybe four hours a week, I won't beat it till like February. It's ridiculous at this point. So what I'm thinking is thus. 
when I finish Halo Infinite's campaign, whether it's Saturday or whenever it is, I'm going to take a major stream or two. We'll see. But a major stream or two, and I'm going to do that as Lost Judgment. Now, wait a minute. Oh, God. Wait. What did Phil say? Ah! Lost Judgment mainstream! Ah! No! Maybe that's a little bit of an over-exaggeration. But people will be up in arms. Whenever I play that game as a mainstream, you're going to see people who are regulars to the early stream freak out. You got to be kidding me. You're playing a three-month-old game as a mainstream. What are you thinking? Not that. I hate this game. I hate you. Bah humbug. Scrooge McFucking duck your ass. <laughs> Scrooge McFucking duck your ass. That's right. Scrooge McFucking duck your ass. Because how dare you ruin our main gameplay streams with that Japanese crap. Right? Wrong. It's a great game. I don't care if you don't like it. I do. And I want to basically... Uh, I basically want to finish it. I don't want to be playing it for another two months. But I definitely want to finish it. So that being said... Um, that being said... I want to do it as a mainstream at least once, if not more, in, you know, in the next week or two. We'll see. Okay? But I figure if I do it as a mainstream, we'll get extra gameplay in there. We'll finish the school stories. We can finish in... Oh my god, I can't stop belching. It's absolutely disgusting. I'm sorry, everyone. Every time I drink this seltzer water, it tastes so good. And it sounds so bad coming back out with the carbonation. So anyway, that's the deal. Alright, now. Ah! I'm streaming every day today. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Six straight days, 11 straight streams. 11, 12 straight streams. Boy, I'm stupid. Can't even count. I'm off from streaming on Wednesday. That's my day off before Christmas. That's the day I'm going to be going getting liquor for the Christmas marathon event. I'll be getting food for our Christmas meal, our roast, all of that. <clears throat> when I come back on Thursday the 23rd, it is the Christmas marathon event. We've already talked about it. I'm not going to talk about it again, but that's all day long on the 23rd. I hope you will join me if you can. I'm purposely doing it on the 23rd, so that way if you're going to be busy with family and friends on the 24th or 25th, you can still be here for the Christmas event, much like a Christmas party at your job that is not actually on Christmas because no one would attend it if it were actually Christmas Day, right? So I have to schedule it so you guys can be here. Now, on Christmas Eve, that's Friday the 24th, I'll be here for one stream for Ask the King. Holiday Ask the King. I'll be dressed up festively again, and I'll be answering your questions here live. You can ask questions for that by typing exclamation point Ask the King into the stream chat. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And by the way, next week, I'll be doing a special community post for members only. If you're a channel member, you will be able to ask questions for Ask the King, and those will have priority to be answered on the show. Another perk of being a channel member here on the show, on, uh, on the channel, okay? All right, so I'm doing Holiday Ask the King on Christmas Eve. Only one stream on Christmas Eve, because that night my wife will come home from work. We're going to have a nice meal together. We're going to relax and watch Christmas uh, shows. We're going to have Christmas cordials. We're going to be eat, drink, and be merry. We're going to be singing Christmas carols all around the house, dancing with Jasper Kitty in the house. Maybe give him some more Christmas toys, right? And then Christmas Day, we're making breakfast together. We're having a whole day together. We're having a roast going all day long. It's going to be a great day. Big festive fun here with the family. But I'll be back on Sunday, the 26th of December, to continue on with regular playthroughs. What will I be playing? It depends. You know, if we finish Halo Infinite, then the new game will be started. What will the new game be? I don't know yet. There's many candidates, including the Gunk, 
that came out today on Game Pass. Serious Sam 4, which came out last week on Game Pass. Continuing with uh, Condemned Criminal Origins, which I started on Halloween and people have wanted to see continue. Among other options. There's many options of games here that I can start once I finish with Halo. But I also know you guys will be very excited for the start of GTA 3, which should likely be starting around that time as well. Okay, now in addition to that, year-end series. Every year, I count down the most disappointing games of the year and the best games of the year. And this year is no exception. I don't know what I'm doing with my arms. This year is no exception. This year, I will be doing the same thing. Okay, that's coming up. Likely the week after Christmas. I'm going to need some time to think about the games, put the video footage together, get it all going, and then we'll do a couple like streams of that. Maybe I'll do either one major stream during the daytime where I do both, or we could do it actually as a night, two night streams. Uh, it depends on what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to actually do it as a daytime stream this year because usually I do it as night streams. Maybe I'll do it as a daytime stream this year. Actually, I think that I like that better. One major daytime stream, it's the year-end series, Dis Disappointing Games and Game of the Year Awards, all in one. We'll separate it into two separate videos for YouTube on one major stream of excellent year-end goodness that you guys can watch to get my opinions. <laughs> what am I doing? You guys can watch and get my opinions of the best games. <laughs> I think I'm dancing. I'm fucking dancing on the stream. I don't know what's happening. Oh my, I'm a little, I think, I think the coffee kicked in. I think the coffee just kicked in because I feel full of energy of flailing my arms around like an idiot. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I've gabbed enough. Thank you in advance for any contributions today. As you know, I'm a crowdfunded individual. Your contributions allow me to continue as a content creator. And the better, you know, the bigger and better we get here. Obviously, I'm trying to build this, this channel back up to its prominence. And now that I'm a full-time YouTuber and the past few months have actually helped a lot, I'm noticing you know, upward trends on many different things. So thank you for that. Members I'm concerned about. We're now halfway through the month, and as you guys can see, we're pretty much uh, a far cry from hitting the members goal for this month. I really wanted to do a special retrospective event in January. I thought that would be a very special day where we go down memory lane. We haven't done one in a year. I guess people just don't, don't like the idea. Because honestly, if you guys like the idea, this would be way closer to hitting the goal right now, halfway through the month. If you notice, last month for Christmas... People were pretty motivated. We were close almost all month, and we hit it at you know pretty good pace. This month is just like we're going backwards. So obviously, it sounds to me like you guys don't like the goal I set up, and I'm sorry for that. It means that I failed as a content creator and I failed as a, as an entertainer. And uh, when that happens, I have to go back to the drawing board. Now the thing is, I don't know <clears throat> what exactly you would want to see as a, as, a, as a goal for the month. I'd like your opinions on this. Do you have an idea for a special event? Do you have an idea for anything that we could do? that you guys would be motivated to become channel members because I thought the retrospective event would do it and it didn't at all. It's been the op the opposite. So I failed. I, I'm not afraid. I'm old enough and mature enough. I can admit when I failed. I failed this month. I did not motivate you to become a channel member. All right? You would think now Christmas month, people would be motivated to support the channel. It's fucking Christmas. People are going to come out in droves to support the channel. Wrong. People were not motivated in droves to come support the channel. The opposite, they canceled their memberships because they were so upset with me. So, I'm sorry about that, and I'll do better. The question is, what can I do better? I need your feedback on that. Okay. Guys, let's do shout-outs. <clears throat> we start off today with a super chat from Stone Furious, saying chill vibes with the D-Fam. I don't know what that means. Oh, 
my page glitched. It, it went blank. The fuck? Uh. Oh. It auto-refreshed. That was weird. It refreshed and glitched out and then came back. Stone Furious did a super chat. He says, chill fives. <clears throat> Loving the PSP. I don't know what that means. You seem really stuffed up today. Have you ever tried a neti pot or a navage to clean your sinuses? Yes. My problem is not built up congestion in the sinuses. Some people, if you don't know what a neti pot is, I what it is, it's a thing that you do. You build up this like saline solution. It's like like, you know, salt and other, you know, things that'll clear out your body. And you pour it into one nostril and it goes through all your sinuses and it comes out the other nostril. It's supposed to clean out your sinuses completely of gunk and shit. There's people who have issues with their sinuses. They use this device and giant clumps of blood and fucking scab and infection and snot come out of their sinuses because they never cleaned them before. And it's disgusting, but it makes them feel better. I had a coworker who I worked with back when I worked at that helicopter company who always had nose issues, went to the doctor, doctor gave them the, not the neti pot, but the professional level. It was like an actual like jet of water. They said clumps of shit came out. It was absolutely disgusting, but they feel like a new person. They're like, I don't have pressure in my head anymore. It's like completely like fixed my issues. Now I've done this before. I actually bought my own at one point when I started on YouTube and I had the post-nasal drip as a problem. I was like, man, I wonder if there's something I could do to fix it myself. So I bought a home version of that. And I used it. And it felt good, actually. It's warm. You use warm water. It feels good. It's disgusting. It goes all over your face. It's fucking nasty as shit. It's really gross. But I did it over, like, the sink or whatever. I'm doing it. And it felt good. And it did nothing. The reason it did nothing is because I don't have issue with clogged sinuses, my issue is I have post-nasal drip. It's a chronic condition. I've had it my whole life. My dad has it. It's hereditary. You can't make it go away. Some people say there's like this uh, optional surgery you can do that could possibly fix it. I don't have money for surgery. I just deal with it, all right? And I apologized. <clears throat> I do. I apologize that you hear me clearing my throat. You hear me snorting during streams. It's a fucking medical condition I've had. You can't solve it. You can't take decongestant for it because I'm not congested. It's it's pouring down the back of my throat. Decongestant does nothing. It's, I'm not congested, you see? There's no way to reduce it. You just deal with it. Okay? Okay. Uh, Rob on Wheels became a member for eight months in a row. Super supporter level, by the way. And he says, I'm still here, y'all. I only have one fully working hand, so I can't type in chat effectively. That is correct. Those Some people actually say, you know, Rob on Wheels... He's a regular to the streams. <clears throat> he supports the streams a lot. But why doesn't he actively talk and chat? That's why. He, he can't really quickly respond to anyone. So there you go. Thank you, Rob, for the ongoing support. OG Gregory did a super chat. He says, may Jesus bless this festive season, Coney 2012. You're a little outdated there with the Coney 2012 reference. But outside of that, thank you very much, OG Gregory. <clears throat> Ruby. <clears throat> Ruby. The super chat says, what happened to the cousin that lived with you? Do you keep in contact? And they like your, do they like your gaming content? I have no idea. I, you know, the cousin moved out and had her own life. And, you know, ups and downs got into trouble sometimes. You know, I, so I've mentioned her briefly over the years. So, sadly, you know, issues she's had in her life with drug abuse and things. 
I have no idea wh where she is or what she's doing. I asked my parents, and they're like, nah, nah, nah. seriously, like they don't want to talk about it. So, oh well. Uh, Chick72 became a member of the channel for eight months in a row. So how come you don't put an option for both? That's me. Oh, you mean in the poll? I guess I could have, but I didn't put that much thought into it. Jasper has seen things in a super chat. with a, It's a cat's face going like this. It's hilarious. Thank you. Vob has done a super chat. Since I'm new to your content, I went back and watched some of your old playthroughs. I found them hilarious and entertaining. Keep it up. Thank you, Vob. Welcome. You only have 13 years of content to sift through. So I'm not even exaggerating. I think at this point someone did the math and said I did like 75,000 videos on YouTube at this point. Um, and that's, you know, starting from the beginning when I used to pump out like 30, 40 videos a day. Today I do like five, six videos a day. But, you know, 13 years adds up. You got to get to work. All right, cancel your holiday plans. Start playing all the content that I've ever put out. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you both for the super chat. Happy holidays to you. Uh, Sun Robin did a super chat and says, mentioned this last time, but let us vote. Let you vote? All right. I'm going to be contacting your respective governments, everyone. I don't know where you live. I'm going to contact your governments and give you the right to vote. Because suffrage is a very important thing to have. You need to have your voice heard in your local government. So I'm going to speak up on your behalf. Turtle Sniffer 69 has become a, a member of the channel. Thank you to Turtle Sniffer. What I will do is we'll do all this shout-outs, and then I'll check on the status of the members and see if they went up or down, okay? Need for Beans just did a super chat. He says, great content, Phil. Always glad to see your streams. Thank you very much, Need for Beans. I appreciate that very much. That's a very nice thing to say on the chat, on the stream as well. All right, now, let's get... Oh, let's see here. Let's get to tips and shout out the tips for today. We start off today with a tip from James, who took the $1.50. And he says, unless 343 disables the cross-play option, Halo multiplayer is dead. Bah humbug. Oh, sorry. Got a little carried away. James says, PC hackers are everywhere. Remember when you could play console games without the fear of hackers? Yes. And, you know, that's what... I mean. Crossplay is a double-edged sword. By far, crossplay is a double-edged sword. Because you could get people who really enjoy having the larger player base. But then you could argue, well, why is it fair that someone on PCs using mouse and keyboard has more responsive controls, can do better things than the person on console, right? And then you can say, well, what about people who are cheating on PC because they're wastes of life? During this holiday season, they would completely ruin the holly jolly festive fun and instead to be a bunch of Grinches, a bunch of Scrooges, a bunch of fucking really, you know, stick in the mud uh, Burgermeister Meisterburgers. It's terrible. I agree with you. That's messed up. They should all they should all be better people and uh, they should be ashamed of themselves. But since they were never spanked as children, they never learned discipline from their parents because in the modern age, you're not allowed to discipline your children. So, you know, they just fucking got, they got away with everything their whole life and it, pull, it goes right into Halo. Seriously. If you spare the rod, Spoil the child, child will cheat a Halo. That's the, it's, first you spare the rod, then you spoil the child, then you have rampant cheating in Halo Infinite. And how did parents not foresee this 20-something years ago when they didn't fucking discipline their children? I don't understand, okay? But anyway, <clears throat> the point I'm making here is cross-play can be very positive in some cases and very negative in others. And for me, the way I see it, 
They should have had it as an option. You could either turn it on or off. This has always been a thing in Call of Duty. You could turn it on or off. It's not mandatory. It's mandatory in Halo Infinite, and I agree that it could be a problem. Personally, I don't think I've seen much of it. But then again, I'm not playing at a high level, you see. So just remember that. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Child sells NFTs in video games and ruins them for everyone. You see? You, got, you can't. You gotta discipline your kids. Pinocchio has tipped me $4.20. Thank you very much, Pinocchio, for that. I appreciate that. That gets us up to $5 of tips today. <clears throat> Rob on Wheels also sent over a tip of $5. And he says, speaking of The Witcher, the new season hits tomorrow. I'm excited. Fuck those crybabies who complain about Halo difficulty. Well, I'm not sure if The Witcher and the Halo difficulty are related. <laughs> he said it in one statement. I don't think they are. But anyway, thank you very much, Rob on Wheels, for the support. And I hope you enjoy The Witcher. I've never seen the show. Uzi Gohard tipped me a dollar fifty. Says I think you have it slightly wrong. It's not that I want you to play the hardest difficulty. I want you to be more engaged in the games. You seem to be shrugging off your fails these days. What? I seem to be shrugging off my fails these days. So what you're saying is, when I fail, I don't get upset. I just move on progressively like a normal human to persevere and do well in the game. Correct. That's how you should be. I used to be someone who got so upset in games when I failed that I would rage and I would take my controller, like this controller right here, that's worth like $80, and I would slam it, slam it on my table. So angry playing God of War. Slam it, and the controller would break. That's no way to live, man. Yeah, anger issues. You gotta, you know, we gotta look at your blood pressure. I'm getting older, you know. Blood pressure is a concern. Um,. It's a lot of things you gotta you gotta look into. You gotta th you gotta think about. You factor in as you get older. So I can't just be some guy full of rage, constantly slamming things, being swearing, threatening people over the internet with bodily harm. I can't be doing that. I'm 39 years old, almost 40 years old. I'm gonna be over the hill in just a few months. Here, more than half of my life has passed. I'm heading into the golden years, the second half of my life. This is not the time to be getting upset about video games. Now is the time to relax and have a good time with life and have a great time with you guys on stream. I've realized that the older I get, the more mellow I get because you only get one life to live and there's just no reason to constantly be upset about things anymore, okay? So, Uzi Gohard, I don't, I, I understand what you're saying. Oh, man, it ain't fun to watch Phil play these games anymore because when he plays, and he, he doesn't like go crazy anymore, okay? So that's a good thing. If you don't like that, perhaps you are of a different impression of what's good content and that's fine i'm sure you can watch a bunch of idiots out there acting overacting like i used to all over the internet constantly because that's the shtick that they use you know rage and negativity and swearing and you know they all think they're the angry video game nerd not me anymore i'm different now all right my balls hang a little bit lower there's hair going out of my ear it's disgusting all right i belch i fart constantly you can't thank god you guys aren't in this office because the smell but the point I'm making here is there's other reasons to enjoy my content. And it's not necessarily just to see me rage. By the way, there's plenty of games where I rage. Plenty. Elden Ring is right around the corner. If you want... you Oh, my God. I don't even need to say another word. Right? Or the GTA playthroughs have been pretty good, too, recently. So, 
Tarantula has to me $10. That's Tarantula MS2018, by the way. And he says, hey, you Phil, what's going on, Tarantula? It's good to see you. Thank you for the top tip of the day. <clears throat> Happy holidays to you. I hope you've been having a good one and celebrating the holidays in a festive mood. Rob on Wheels did another $10 tip. He says, man, I'm looking forward to Lost Judgment on Monday then. Yeah, I, and it may be Monday. Again, I don't want to promise that because we got to see what happens with Halo Infinite here. If we do finish it, then I'm doing a major stream of Lost Judgment coming up. But we got to see what happens with Halo Infinite. Black Santa to me $4.20 and says, No holiday spirit to become members to support the stream. Black Santa does not approve. Yeah. I look, take a look at the members. In fact, I think we lost another one. I didn't even update the total, but somehow we lost another member during the, this pre stream. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> you know? People just, they're very upset with me. I failed. Uh, listen, I'm a failure and I'm not. I'm not so full of myself or narcissistic. I mean, I am narcissistic. Let's face it. I'm incredibly narcissistic. Everyone knows. I spend hours a day in the mirror preparing myself for stream, looking, well, best. I'm the best looking guy. My shit don't stink. You guys know that, right? Come on now. You wouldn't be watching my content if you didn't think I was the best human on earth. Of course. But, you know, I'm not so narcissistic to not admit when I'm wrong. And I made, I made a big mistake this month. I thought you guys would want to see the retrospective event happen again. I have so much fun with it. And you guys have told me in the past, you guys have enjoyed it so much. It's been a year since we did one. So I thought this would be the motivating factor. And I failed. I absolutely 100% failed to make a goal that you guys wanted because the memberships have done nothing but go down this month. And that's on me. Not on you. That's on me. I accept my own failure. Chicken Man tipped the dollar fifteen says, do you have issues with snor snoring? Possibly have sleep apnea with your drip issues. Do I have problems with snoring? Yes, sometimes. Not always. It depends on how I sleep. If I sleep on my side, then usually the snoring is not an issue. But if I happen to roll onto my back, oh, it's like the caveman cometh. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like a bear is snoring inside of a giant fucking cave. So there you go. Sleep apnea? No, I don't have any issue with sleep apnea. That's, thank God. Black Santa tipped me $2, and at least your rage isn't forced when you play. Uh, you know, yeah. No, my rage is usually genuine these days. And not to say that it was ever forced, but I definitely would over-exaggerate in the past. Back in the day I'm talking about, you know, my early days of YouTube, first few years that I did YouTube stuff, I would purposely go over the top <clears throat> with my reactions to try to get people entertainment. And... Then it translated into, well, now I have to fill every waking moment of my gameplay with commentary because I wasn't live streaming and interacting with people. It was just offline videos. So I was like, I have to gab constantly, make a stupid sexual joke here and do this and that, you know, stupid shit. And people got tired of it. After a while, the shtick kind of died, you know. Um, so, you know, the, all that forced shit kind of came to an end when I became an interactive streamer. Now it's genuine. Genuine shit instead of forced shit. Local Nomad. Became a member for eight months in a row. Thank you, Local Nomad, for that. Colored Pencils did a super chat and says, release your videos as premiere super chat money. Um, you, what you're saying is, for those who don't know what a premiere is, I don't want to go too far into this because we're, we're, we're way long on this pre-stream. Um, you can set up any on-demand video you're going to put out on YouTube as a premiere, which means it'll play as a live stream at first. And people will have the opportunity to do super chats as well as com uh, comments and things on that. And then that video becomes an on-demand video. Even though 
you already streamed it? Like, it's so weird because for me, I stream live, then I would record the video, and then re-upload the video as a premiere, so it's like you're streaming it again. Right? Yeah, that would be weird. Eh, it hasn't been a concern for me. I, I'll have to think about it in the future. future. All right, well, that's, that's enough of this. This podcast has gone way too long. Just the podcast, 59%. Halo time, 41%. But if you subtract the troll voters... Right now, we have 330 people on stream. 600 people have voted. 600. Where did the 270 extra people come from? The sky? An alternate dimension? Did they come through the multiverse with the other Spider-Man to fucking fight the, the Sinister Six? Where'd they come from? This is stupid. This poll is bullshit. I closed it. <laughs> this poll is bullshit. Come on. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's end the pre-stream and let's get started. All right, sounds like a plan.